Toy Johnson Vincent, your no sugar coating coach, motivational speaker, certified life coach, HR consultant, and of course, your podcast host of Speak To Me First Podcast Show. Well, you know what? I'm going to get right into it, as I always do. So what do I want to talk about today? My focus today is really all about trying to do the best that you can with whatever you have. And I don't just mean, well, maybe it's money, maybe it's financial overall it are one of your major issues and you've been trying and trying so long to start a business or um, collaborate with someone else's business um, and you know it it required capital it required more money dollars and cents okay what happens when you don't have it well there's a few things that can happen and one of the things about always focusing on financial is that you almost miss the point about doing what it really is that you love to do or all of the other goals in your life that you were trying to accomplish and so at the end of the day it really isn't all about money as you will really find out if you keep going down that path to say, well, I can't do this because I don't have money. I can't go on a vacation because I don't have money. Um, you know, I can't buy myself a pair of beautiful shoes that you've seen in a window because I don't have the money. <laughs> and from time to time, I get it. We may have to settle on whatever finances that we have to get what we want done, meaning making sure the priorities. Now, let's face it. It's your rent or your mortgage, right? That has to come first. Your children, who you are taking care of, has to come first. We get that, and that should never really change, right? But outside of all of that, you have to still put your plan together. And your plan should be together regarding your next steps of whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. And that is without thinking every single waking moment of your life, believing, and I use that word, believing that you don't have what it takes to have your own business, to be an entrepreneur or a solopreneur or an author or a speaker such as myself or even a coach getting your certification absolutely it takes money right now occasionally something will come up free where you can focus on that and you say that's great get all the freebies that you can <laughs> I mean let's put it out there okay get all of the free the complimentary everything of that sort that you can get especially for something that's going to change your life and give you what you want at the end of the day 
<laughs> meaning a strong path of a successful journey. So use what you got to get what you want for now. Deal with the things at hand and stop worrying about four or five months from now what may or may not happen. And let's face it, has COVID not taught us to stop waiting to jump on a phone call? Stop waiting to connect with the next business person that may be able to help you gain traction on your goal. As a uh, certified life coach, you'll see my post out there throughout all social media, including my website, tjvempowersyou.com. You know, no matter what it is, the professional website, LinkedIn, where I'm offering or suggesting in terms of career uh, suggestions and or advice, and not so much where you may feel you're the person that says, well, I can't handle all of that advice. I'm never going to do, I, I see what Toy is saying out there, the no sugar coating coach. You know me, I'm Toy Johnson Vincent, your no sugar coating coach, speaker, life coach, podcast host, virtual accredited, virtual presenter for your event needs. No matter what, I'm still going with the basics. I am only talking about going right back to what I usually talk about, and that is the mindset in which you put forth to get things done or you never get things done because you aren't as focused as you should be. And when we're distracted, we don't get things done. And then we feel like, well, maybe it was because it was financial, it was this, it was that. We can blame a lot of things. But you really want to try and stop doing that. Stop blaming every single thing that really is, is so minimal and minute. You, you, you don't even believe it. Because had I stopped and just, you know, focused on what I didn't have, or most likely would not ever have. I mean, I would not have done a lot of relocations um, to, to gain traction on my career or career journey, uh, meeting people that are meaningful in my life. I would just have just stopped, you know, like they say, cold turkey and do absolutely nothing and let nature take its course. And I believe in nature taking its course, but I also believe and a strong sense of urgency when it comes to fulfilling my life and helping others navigate both their life and their life skills journey and or their career journey to success. But I can't help you if I can't help myself. Now I'm going to say that again for those of you, my people in the back. <laughs> you got to remember, you need to be able to help yourself before you can help others, including coaches and all of that. You can write a hundred books, and we know at the end of the day, we're going to look for that capital that you gained on selling the books, right? I mean, authors have books for a reason. 
yes, it's to help people um, if they've gone through something similar and to help people recognize the pitfalls of a certain uh, entity in life. But at the end of the day, when the book is sold, there's primarily a lot maybe going to charity, which hopefully so, and, and that's up to the author. But then a larger portion or a large amount may be going to your pocket, right? Because, again, it's all about business at the end of the day. And so it's basically what I'm saying today is stop saying that you can't get things done. You don't want to go down that route anymore because what good does it serve you even when you're doing it that way? You have to think about all of the times you say, oh, no, and then the fear just didn't allow you to be your authentic self and fulfill your authentic dreams or follow your authentic goals. And they are authentic because only you and you alone are the ones responsible for achieving any of those goals, whether they be mini goals or maxi goals. And whichever ones they are, make sure you celebrate. Now, you know I've said that a million times in my podcast, in my uh, lives on Facebook, in my Instagram lives, LinkedIn, you name it. I'll say it and say it over and over. It is your responsibility to get a plan and start moving your career and or your life journey skills in a forward direction so that's it for today I mean I would just really want you to say there's a few things now usually I'll say okay here are three strategies or two or three strategies of how you can do what I'm asking and talking about today well I'll say this whether it's two or three I'm just going to start throwing some things out there but the first one Allow yourself to be yourself. Allow yourself to be yourself. Allow yourself to be you. Be unique. Don't compare. You've heard us say this, coaches. We say it all the time. Stop comparing yourself and your journey to others. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. On the third time. It won't work. You can idolize someone, and I believe that. That's fine. You can idolize them, or you can um, you really just you appreciate their craft and everything. And I do appreciate when people appreciate my craft. And if I haven't said it lately, thank you. Thank you to my listeners. Right? I have it now an international audience. And I love it. But again, what good is it? If I'm not producing content that is relevant, that may help you, that may help you help someone else. It's, an ex- it's like an extended stay at a hotel. You get more, the more nights you spend, right? You know how it is. The more money you spend, the more nights you spend in a hotel, the less it should cost you. That's why when you go to a hotel and you say, hey, I'm on vacation, um, you talk to the manager and you say, guess what? I'm planning on staying for a full week to 10 days or something like that if you're really lucky and you have the time. 
right? And you bring that up, and then all of a sudden, the price will go down based on the amount of days that you choose to stay. Again, the more. Now, if you said, oh, I'm only going to be here overnight, they're going with their highest price. Unless you have a really good person at that front desk, you walk in that hotel about midnight or something. It's right before midnight, you know, and they're feeling great and they're just happy or the business is slow, depending on time of year. Now, I don't want to go off on a tangent on that, but that's just a real, you know, practical example of what I'm talking about. The more nights you stay, the lower the price, the more things you put into your career, the more planning you put into your career, you can then relieve yourself from saying, I can't do this because it's financial. I can't, I can't, I can't. Replace that with I will, I will, I will. And that's my second point. Replace I can't with I will. W-I-L-L. You will get it done no matter what it is in your life. And then third, you know, think about it this way. Maybe you've already accomplished a number of goals, and I hope that you have. I know that I have, but I have so many more goals in my head, a lot of them, and then a lot that are written down. Because the expectation of for me is to accomplish them even if I don't get the best results, but I tried. And when you try to do something, that beats a blank of saying, you know, I can't do this, I can't do that. Or so-and-so that I see out there on social media, they look as though they have all the bells and whistles. And I'm here to tell you that that's not always the case. It's not always the case. A lot of times it is. But again, you cannot compare your situation to someone else's. Because what you're doing at that point is you're setting yourself up for failure. And when I say failure, I don't mean you'll never get it done. I just mean at that point, it's mindset failure. Meaning you've allowed someone else's, you know, life to infiltrate yours in the belief sense that if they got that or if they got accomplished X, Y, and Z, you can accomplish it the same way. You may do things exactly like someone else did. If they told you, and they, like I give you strategy, if you do it exactly that way, there's still no guarantee that you will be as successful as you anticipated. And that's because we're all unique. And that's because life can throw you a curveball when you're not looking. One of, let me tell you, and, and on that note, speaking of curveball, you know, I'm not particularly a baseball fan. As a native New Yorker, I grew up around it. I understand in the stadiums, and, and I know how the game is played. We started out by playing stickball on the street. My brother played it, football, basketball. Every sport you can imagine was around me. 
But one thing about baseball, I never understood. Okay, well, you're standing here. You're waiting for somebody to hit something. It's hot. It's in the sun. It's usually or typically played in warmer weather. <laughs> so I just decided, well, I don't want to play that. I think, you know, I just kind of stopped at stickball. And when they invited me to play at a summer camp to play baseball, I had to learn things in an entirely different way. I had to become more disciplined to understand what first base, second base, third base really means. And so when I use that term covering all of your bases, I don't know if you're aware of this, but a lot of that or that particular saying comes from baseball. But we use it interchangeably in our lives to say, cover your bases at work because you know if your boss asks you for this, you better have this and you better have that ready. You better be prepared. In essence, it all comes back to planning. Planning is the main ingredient to a successful journey, whether it's your career journey, educational journey, personal journey, um, just training and development, your own personal development, professional development. It all matters when it comes to planning. And then you'll be able, like I said at the beginning when I started, you will decrease and minimize until it goes away from your vocabulary of stop saying I can't because of X, Y, and Z, primarily financial. There are some awesome entrepreneurs, solopreneurs that are doing well. And even if they're not doing as well financially, they are gaining traction and on the route. They're on that path to gain more financial freedom. That is why people go into entrepreneurship for the most part. And then some people, it's just something happened in their life, they didn't even have any choice. You know, maybe they were just laid off or fired or furloughed or whatever. It could be COVID related, it may not even be. So again, life will throw us the curveball. Remember I talked about it, baseball. It'll throw, it really will throw you curveball. You can almost bet on that. But you don't, it doesn't have to leave you in the dust to not be able to have a better uh, or better result, if you will. Because you didn't put as much effort into gaining traction on your goal because you kept saying, I can't, I can't, I'm not even going to try, I'm still comparing comparing myself to someone else's work, that's their body of work, which has nothing to do with you. You can look at someone's body of work and say, I really applaud them, I really like their work. You can ask them, what was their path, instead of copycatting off of them, right? You can ask them, what encouraged you to go this particular route? You know, what was planning like when you decided to become an entrepreneur or a solopreneur, an author or a speaker such as myself or a life coach again such as myself? You, that's a good way. You know, that's not, that's not copycatting. You're actually asking for a particular reason, you know? And when you figure all of this out, it, it's not as scary as you may have thought. In fact, 
everything that you do will become more easier, much more easier. If you are in the planning mindset, and being in the planning mindset really does mean that you really are thinking about what your next steps are. And that is the important piece of this podcast episode. Putting the pieces together. They may be all over the place. You may be all over the place. Unorganized. Um, just not focused. Distracted. You know, one of in my earlier years, and including in my youth, I just got to say it, I was distracted a lot. I didn't understand it, but I was distracted. And all I remember, I went back and looked at my report cards, um, and I said, wow, I'm so thankful um, that I have report cards that I still have, like from third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, you know, somewhere seventh and eighth grade. And also uh, just grades in general, GPA in college. And I remember multiple teachers saying, and even writing that down, because back in the day, they were really, you know, writing that down. <laughs> and my mom would go to those parent-teachers night meeting, and I would think about, oh, great, I'm just going to see my friends this evening and all that, and just be playing around. But no, my mom said, oh, heck no on that one. We're here not to waste my time or her time. We're here to talk to these teachers. But it wasn't about the parents. It was about the parents bringing, bringing their child in this case, my mom bringing me, the one and only person that raised me as a single parent. Yes, I knew my father, but he did not raise me. My mom did, and I'm thankful for that. I learned a lot from my dad, but I'm just just to say, um, you know, clarify. No, my mom raised me, and she was a an educator in the New York City school system. So nothing got past her, and she had a plan for her children. And from what I can remember when she went with me, it was about tonight is teachers and parents night. And you, when we went together, and I, yes, I saw my friends and I would wave and then she said, okay, get on over here. Come on, stop this foolishness. I'm not here to waste my time. And we need, you need to understand how you are doing. And I remember her saying that to me. I need to understand how I'm doing so that I know that I can plan for a better educational future. It wasn't about my mom listening um, to the teacher or principals and whoever else was there that night. It was about she wanted me to sit there and listen and try to comprehend what my teacher was saying in front of her and for me to listen and grasp how I could do better. And one of the things I remember very vividly, and it was always about well, you know, um, <laughs> your daughter just needs to focus more, not being distracted by anything around her and all these different things. And now I get it. As an adult, I did not get it before, but I get it now. So that was a really long example for all of you listening under the sound of my voice today. I'm thanking you for joining my podcast checking this out. I hope you gained some really good gems from my topic and talk today because that is my intention to bring you content 
even based on my own personal professional experience to help you gain better traction on your goals, whether it be educational goals, uh, professional goals, personal goals, family dynamic goals, you name it. I will be talking about it on Speak to Me First podcast show. Yes, indeed, I will. And I want you to make sure you message me if you have an event that's coming up and you want me to talk about a particular topic as a keynote speaker or you have an organization, make sure you share my podcast. My podcast now is is in uh, approximately nine uh, or ten countries, including the United States, of course, where I'm located. And I appreciate everyone outside of the U.S. who is who um, who have decided to listen to my podcast. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe so that every time I create an episode, you won't miss a beat. With that said, I just want you to know. Remember to focus focus and focus some more get stop out of your vocabulary and push the start button no more stop push the start button and keep your career and or your life skills journey moving in a forward direction to reach me or to uh, invite me to speak you want to check out my website at tjv empowers you the letter u.com again my website is t j v empowers you the letter u.com you can also uh follow me on social media through my facebook page you can schedule a 30 minute complimentary coaching call right there on my facebook page calendar not my profile page my facebook page and make sure you like and share my page Follow me there. Schedule your 30-minute complimentary coaching call. I appreciate you. If you do that, make sure um, you check out my YouTube channel. Now, currently, it's not a specific URL, but just go ahead and pull up Toy Johnson Vincent on YouTube, and you will find me there in multiple videos that are very helpful uh, while you're on your journey of success. Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. Make sure you connect with me on all social media. And again, I do appreciate you for listening and tuning in today. Make sure you share this broadcast widely. I do appreciate a shout out, especially to my international audience listeners. I'm Toy Johnson Vincent, your no sugarcoating coach, motivational speaker, certified life coach, HR, talent acquisition professional, an accredited virtual presenter for all of your event needs. Make sure you message me about that. I am available specifically for virtual events as we are now emerging and trying to open up more for uh, more, you know, in-person events. But make sure, again, you connect with me. And for this, as I always say near the end of my podcast show, Speak to Me First podcast show, I want you to remember this. Success, success is in your future. One more time. Success, success is in your future. I'm Toy Johnson Vincent, your no sugarcoating coach. Bye for now.
Hi, I'm Toy Johnson Vincent, your no sugar coating coach, motivational speaker, certified life coach, HR consultant, and your host of Speak To Me First podcast show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. First, I want to thank right away uh, both my national audience as well as my international audience. I am very thankful. I'm grateful that you have decided there are many, multiple millions, if you will, podcast shows out there, but you have chosen to at least uh, come on mine, listen to my episodes, and hopefully, I really do hope that you've decided to not only listen, but like and share my episodes. So, that's right off of the bat. Secondly, I'd like to say, you know, um, I've been doing this podcast, uh, started, I believe it was around the end of the March timeframe. And of course, we had COVID going on. And of course, it's been going on for an entire year and a little bit over that because we are finally getting, of course, vaccines and people are starting to emerge um, out of this abyss, if you will. Um, It just seems like we've been locked away in a bubble. And with that said, it's very important for me to um, recognize that even as I decided to do or become a podcast host at the same time that the pandemic is still realistically going on, Um, even though we're getting better. But if you think about it, excuse me, from March of last year, maybe as early as even February, now we know perhaps January, I mean, we really were just getting started with that whole um, COVID. And of course, now we are trying to pick up the pieces again with vaccines and going back out to see and connect with family members, connecting with friends, um, just connecting period. (laughs) As I am connecting with you on this platform. And one thing I want to say, you know, podcasts are absolutely wonderful. And I listen to podcasts myself. I listen to other speakers and authors, um, content creators, where now we have this amazing platform to get our message out there to more and more people across the globe. And it is global. Like I said, I'm thankful currently Um, 10 countries, including the United States. Um, I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful. And that is one of the things I wanted to even talk to you about today is really about being thankful. Um, We're not thankful as much as we could or should. And the reason why I brought that up is because I know we're somewhat halfway uh, mid-year, June, if you will. We're heading in to July. People will go out and they'll go on their boats and their yachts and they'll visit and they'll they'll have um, burgers and hot dogs and and vegan dishes and anything and everything that um, you know we all are different, so we want to eat something different. And as you will move about uh, for that Fourth of July weekend and holiday weekend upcoming, you know 
you you want to be thankful and hopefully you have at least said to the person that you are going to their home after not perhaps not seeing them for so long with COVID, as I said, and just give them thanks for being able to, you know, bring either the family or friends together on uh, the upcoming holiday and just really reconnecting, if you will. And not only about thank you today is on my mind, but also about reconnecting. And when I say reconnecting, um, <laughs> I don't really take that lightly because for me, even on a personal note, <clears throat> I understand that reconnecting, especially with a family member, um, has been very difficult, at least from the way I see it. Um, and if you ask the other family members, they might say, what, what are you talking about? But the way I see it is that, for example, if you haven't been speaking for a while, um, and when I say a while, I mean, you know, a good year. I don't mean just two weeks, two days, six months. I mean, somewhere a year or perhaps even more. Um, there are many of us out there who have not communicated with, including um, siblings or other family members, aunts, uncles, guardians, for whatever reason. And, you know, trying to be thankful when you can't even or aren't even speaking, if you will, or communicating with your family members, you know, it's kind of a hard pill to swallow because the only thing you can think about is, well, look at all the lives that have been lost throughout COVID, but yet and still, including myself, um, really are not in communication uh, with siblings as it should and would hope have hoped to be, at least at this age or at my age and stage in life. Um, but then I realized after speaking to multiple people, um, some who I've known for years and others just, you know, opinion or something like that, you know, they say, hey, you know, this is life. And sometimes you have to take a, a step back to move forward. Hear me again. You have to take a step back to move forward. And that includes with your communication, your communication style, um, and anything that may bring people on a normal basis together. Rather than focusing on the separation of the relationships, I now choose to focus on the connection um, although it be minimal or none, but I'd rather just choose for me in relationships just moving forward. Um, and the reason why I say that is because I'm still thankful. You know, obviously I'm thankful that I have siblings. Um, you know, most of my, I have no more aunts and uncles. They, they are all passed away. And, um, and I have mostly um, communication with me, first cousins, and that's the truth. I have nieces, I have nephews, but it's, it's not a communication that happens often. And unfortunately, that is unfortunate. Um, and so you may be listening to this podcast today saying, wow, you know, okay, you're a motivational speaker, you're a certified life coach, an HR consultant, a an accredited virtual presenter for events, all of the accolades, all of the things that come behind my name, 
But even though that is true, um, in terms of relationships, uh, my relationships are very minimal uh, or few. And the ones that are authentic are not even family members. They are primarily uh, close friends who I grew up with out of New York for the most part. So, you know, when I look back and think about how people are just amazed <clears throat> how, you know, you could have all these accolades, but you really don't have a closeness with family members. And I mean, this is the truth. Other than if someone, you know, passes away or there's some other legalities that you have to contact someone, you know, if you're in that position, um, it's not a great place to be. I mean, it just isn't a great place to be. And so with that said, as I said at the beginning of my podcast today, I said, hey, we're talking all about being thankful or even saying thank you to not only one person, but multiple people, whether they're in your family or friends or whomever has helped you through some tough times in your life. Perhaps you've gone through a job loss, especially throughout COVID. I'm sure you were hoping to hear some kind of just thank you for thinking of me kind of thing. And if that happens to you, then I say embrace the thank you. Embrace the time and attention that someone gave you. They remembered you or they called you on the phone throughout COVID and say, hey, I'm just checking on you, seeing how you're doing. That is the type of thank you that I am referring to. And we can be better or get better at saying thank you. A lot of times, it's just how we were raised. A lot of times, it's again, it's just how we were raised. Some people weren't raised to say please and or thank you. Now, although that really is true, right? Um, it doesn't mean they're a bad person or an individual. It's just the way they were raised. And so... Um, it's hard if that particular person gets into a disagreement with a family member or a friend, etc. then more than likely, you're not going to find a thank you. You're not going to find a thank you or please or anything else. Um, you're just going to get a hard way to go. But more about connecting or reconnecting, I should say, with a family member or a friendship that has gone awry when you really put all of the pieces of the puzzles together, you have to remember what your piece or part of that puzzle is that was left out. That's why the puzzle is not completed. It, just think about it. When you were a child and even adult, we have adult puzzles now. I love them. And I remember just, I said, one day I said, well, I'll just buy this puzzle. I don't know why. I was in the midst of shopping somewhere. And I saw this puzzle and I just thought, wow, first of all, what I was really thinking was, okay, having a puzzle and trying to put it together would be great in terms of, you know, just working your brain muscles, <laughs> if you will. And when you're working your brain muscles, because we know this, Alzheimer's, um, you know, I've had family members that that has happened to them and it's, it's really an awful, um, disease in terms of the brain and and what it does to the brain overall so but or memory loss in general and one of the things they're saying about your cognitive memory and and motor skills everything may slow down as you age 
And so I remember buying this puzzle. It didn't cost a lot. It was in a box. And as a matter of fact, I think I was buying some things for a birthday present or just something to have around the house in case someone came to visit and, and things like that and wouldn't get bored. Um, but I went ahead and I tried to do this puzzle. And what I remember now is that I never actually, now that I think about it, I never actually finished or completed that puzzle. And um, similar to, there are a few books out there that I started reading but did not finish. Was I thankful I had them? Was I thankful I made the choice to purchase the book or, or the puzzle, if you will, at the time? Absolutely, I certainly was. But more so, I was more anxious about just what the matter was at hand. Purchasing the puzzle, purchasing the book, and saying, I did this, and I'll accomplish a goal. So I was thanking myself that I made the right decision, even till this day. I'd never finished the puzzle. What is that all about? Well, that's probably a, a different topic, but it was probably more focused on being distracted, which we can all get to. Um, maybe I wasn't really trying to connect the dots or connect the pieces of the puzzle, if you will, just like in life. If you don't try and stay on the course to uh, build and maintain relationships or say thank you or be thankful for the ones that you have, then you will find um, you will struggle putting the pieces of your life together or keeping it together. You will have pieces scattered here, scattered there. As I mentioned, when I purchased the puzzle and I remember bringing it home and maybe not the same day, but at some point I took it out because I knew I was going to have company coming in from out of town. And I said, I'll just sit this here and I'll just say, hey guys, you wanna play or whatever, You let's put this puzzle together. And that was my thought. I was thinking more about a team effort, more than me finding out the pieces about myself or for myself and how I could put this puzzle together, which is the initial intent, intention was. So with that said about the whole puzzle thing is realistically, you can purchase something and not use it. You can start a relationship but not really maintain the relationship. You see the analogy, you can start, but not finish. You can start a relationship and not maintain it. You try to build upon it, but you never really maintain it. You gave it no maintenance. And when you have lack of maintenance, then you know that probably the bad thing is going to happen. Something will crumble, something will fall, something will fall through the cracks, and that meant there, no one maintained the relationship. But if you were the one who initiated the relationship and you did nothing to maintain it, then you have just basically a zero uh, tolerance for, well, if something happens and we're talking and then you get upset and the other person gets upset, um, no one is going to first say they're sorry. No one's going to first apologize. No one is going to just thank the other person for saying, hey, this is how you've been most of your life and now I get you. So let's move forward. 
Let's just call it a truce, if you will. And that is something where I'm always thankful if someone really, when it got down to the real uh, meat and potatoes of it, <laughs> you know, hey, let's talk about what went wrong and how can we fix it. It may begin with a, a thank you for, for letting me know that, um, you know, what I said to you or whatever, it didn't go over well or you were offended in some way, shape or form. And, you know, these days, I mean, let's face it, people get offended very, very easy, uh, <laughs> easily. And when that happens, you have to figure out a way. Is it worth my time and attention to um, really go back and apologize and say you're sorry? And I'm saying, yeah, a lot of times it is worth your time. But until you get to a point in your life where you're saying, well, you know, I tried to apologize, but they didn't listen. Or they're not the type of person that would be receptive for the, the kind of please and thank you person or I'm sorry kind of person. They, they, it just isn't there because they didn't have the tools, um, you know, that would help them understand the dynamics of communication. And so it spilled over into from their youth, from a child, from their youth, their, you know, adolescence time and right into adulthood. And now you have a grown person who will never, and I mean never, ever, ever <laughs> uh, apologize for anything because they didn't believe that they did anything wrong, right? And then the, the other thing is they will never say, you know, thank you for anything and not even thankful that you reached out to them instead of them reaching out to you after so many years or months of uh, non-communication. But it's real important uh, for me and you want to think about this if you are trying to repair. Now, I know I started off by saying, well, we're going to talk about being thankful and, and thanking people. And it's kind of the please thank you um, dynamics of when we were growing up. That's what most of us were taught. And I said most of us because not every single person was necessarily uh, taught that that was the uh, proper way to communicate. Uh, so again, it doesn't vibe with everybody. Some people just kind of, hey, you know I meant thank you. You know I meant to thank you. You know how thankful I am. You know, you'll get that person. Well, you know, you know I still love you. Come on, it's not, it's not a big deal. We just had a, you know, falling out, but you know you're still my friend and all of this. And um, <laughs> I've had someone say that to me before. But again, it's how you receive it. So being thankful or thanking someone else for something that they did, they gave to you, they put in their all, they were ready to receive all of the accolades of, yes, yes, we're back together again. <laughs> Our relationship is, is being repaired. But at least, at least, at the very least, <clears throat> there is communication. And when you don't have communication, what do you really have? If there is no communication, what do you really have? You really have to think about it, right? So <clears throat> again, 
think about how can you maintain a relationship, whether it's your business relationships, your educational relationships, your personal relationships. How do you say, how do you thank someone for getting you through something that you've been through in your life? Is there a protocol for thank you or being thankful? The please and thank you dynamics, again, most of us learn from a child from our childhood, but we don't or we don't or we choose not to practice it, believe it or not, in our adulthood. And there lies a big problem for a lot of us. You know. But I want you to think that, you know, all hope isn't lost. You know, this is not a gloom and doom. Oh my goodness, I never said thank you. What I want you to do, once you listen to this episode, make sure, just write down a list of people who you say, you know what, I need to apologize. I need to say thank you. This is the time. Look at if COVID, I'll tell you this, if COVID-19 hasn't shown you the reality of why you need to be able to connect or reconnect, rebuild, repair relationships, open communication, how important that really is. It's a key ingredient to everything in life. If you haven't thought about what has happened over the past year, almost a year and a half now, goodness gracious, you know, how it affected so many families. There are many family members who probably never said, I love you, or I'm thinking about you, I was thinking about you, or they were thinking about them all along, but they had a falling out at some point, and they never spoke again. And then they got that call, that awful call about one of their loved ones um, didn't survive. And when you think about it like that, that's when you start to put things in perspective. Again, not a gloom and doom, but that's a reality for many people. And that's a fact. So you have to think about, well, what else could I do? You have to ask yourself, what can you do to either start to build on a relationship that's already there, already present, versus one that, uh, <laughs> you know, you barely have any, you, you, it never really started. I'm not talking about those relationships. I'm talking about relationships that are currently um, in the forefront of your mind, but they are not in the forefront of your, you know, they're just not in the forefront of you going around saying, oh, I need to call them. I need to call them. No, you don't even think about them. You you rarely think about them. You just think about it for a minute and then you say, ah, well, they're not talking to me. I'm not talking to them and let's leave it alone. You have to imagine a million people saying that to one another or thinking it's the thought process, the mindset of someone who thinks about a person, but refuses to open communication to bring and repair that relationship to a successful one. Now just think about what I said. You're thinking about the person. You got your mindset, right? Your mindset is there. You're just thinking. 
and then you say, wow, and this could be a family member or, or used to be a close friend or what have you. And the only thing you're thinking about is, I don't want to talk to that person because I know it's going to end in uh, an argument or a disagreement. And for the record, we can't all be right at the same time. <laughs> we can all be right, but it doesn't necessarily mean for relationship purposes that it, you will be right at the same time as the other person, right? You know how they say in a relationship, whether it's marriage or anything, particularly in a marriage, I mean, you can choose to be happy or you can choose to be right. Hmm. Right? So when you're thinking about trying to repair something, you say, you, for example, maybe there was a piece of jewelry that you had. You know, it's so important to you. It was passed down through, um, you know, a family member. And you know, you have to get that uh, piece. It's just a little bit of a link that isn't working properly. So it doesn't close. And maybe it's a necklace or a bracelet or a watch, right? Something that someone gave you a timepiece or what have you, passed down through generations. But you know it needs repairing. Now your thought process can say, well, you know, I love the person that passed it down and I'm just gonna put it away and I'm not going to use it. So now you're refusing to utilize something of value, emotional value, which taps in to your emotional intelligence. Instead of doing that, you, you're just kind of pushing it to the side instead of going ahead and repairing so that you can bring that or pass that item down to, again, the next generation behind you. Now you just think about that for a minute. Let that marinate for a minute. So if you don't choose to fix something as in a relationship, whether it's a family member, a sibling who is about the closest that could normally happen, uh, your siblings, you know, when they say, what are your immediate family members? Okay, mother, father, sister, brother. And then you have the aunts and uncles. And then they have kids and then they're probably your first cousins. So that's typically how that family, although that sounds like the nuclear family, but we know we have all sorts of family dynamics now. It's not always a mother and father. It wasn't in my house. It was, it was a mom, uh, a single parent for the longest and maybe all of two years of stepfather who taught me some amazing things. But again, still the relationship wasn't one that I relish. I just am grateful what I learned from that relationship. But moving on, just thinking about a timepiece or a jewelry or something like that, and you put it away, you won't even acknowledge that it needs repairing. Or you did acknowledge it, but you just put it in a drawer anyway. Why do you think the item was passed down? It was passed down to preserve for the next generation coming behind you, for memories, for reminiscing, for building upon a story because every time that particular jewelry or I'm just using that as an example again was passed down that created a story of resilience it created a story of preservation it created a story of connections and connecting to 
that particular loved one or friend that was no longer with us or with you, however you want to say it. So, and you put it away. That means you didn't value the relationship enough to repair and preserve the link on that necklace or the timepiece that was given to you when passed down through generations. So with that said, it's really important to focus on getting whatever you have in a drawer, a drawer of memories, a drawer of reminiscing, a drawer of items that are of value, and I don't just mean money, monetary value, it could just be memories. You have to take it out of the drawer and be thankful, going back to the very beginning of my podcast episode today. I said we're going to talk about being thankful and saying thank you. Please and thank you. Goes back to your childhood, most of us. But none of that matters if you don't preserve the communication, if you don't open the door to communication and communicate with your loved one, whether that be a sibling or an auntie or an uncle, a godparent, okay? Especially a godparent. Because if something happened to that parent, right? That's when the godparent typically steps in. Has nothing to do with the age of the child. Well, it does to a point. But again, it's just an example of why even godparenting um, should be sacred. Something that's, you know, just unique in and of itself. And most importantly, it should be respected. So if you put something away in a drawer, like I used that analogy, you didn't preserve it. You weren't even thinking about preserving it. And now it occurs to you some years later, someone mentioned something, maybe about a memory of, of that particular family member that passed it down, the item. And then all of a sudden, a light bulb moment went off in your head. Your emotional intelligence just really increased. The bra your brain wave activity just went on, I don't know what, <laughs> went all over the place because it finally hit you that, oh my goodness, I put that item away. I didn't take the time to nourish, to preserve. It was only a broken link, something that could have been fixed for months and years, but you did not even address the issue. What you did was put something of value and substance, as we know now, family and friends should be of value and substance especially this past year and a half as what we see or have heard on the news or wherever, even including maybe someone in your own family that you have been affected. And then you say, wow, you missed the opportunity to bring that communication so much closer than it has been. You missed the opportunity to take whatever it was in that drawer and bring it out of the drawer and start 
talking and communicating and start connecting. Fix the link on the chain. That jewelry, that piece of jewelry, again, symbolically, that piece of jewelry or item or a timepiece, a watch, a necklace, what have you. Right? And you did nothing. You let it go in a drawer, collecting dust and nothing else. But then someone miraculously, <laughs> if you will, sitting around a table and somebody brings up a story and they say, hey, remember when so-and-so had this, whatever happened? Or somebody just outright says, whatever happened to that piece? Aren't you the last person that had that? Can you go and show us? Can you bring it out? I'd love to see it or what have you. It was passed down through generations. And you're saying to yourself, oh my goodness, how is that going to look as you start to say, well, uh, I do have that item. It's still in the drawer. And it's been in the drawer since you received it for well over a year. And now it's multiple years. In fact, it even could be a decade at this point. A decade being 10 years. Unused. Unthought of. Just put somewhere away, never realizing the value, even in a conversation to communicate, is of value because you're exchanging ideas, exchanging information. You acted as though you were thankful that you received the item, but then when you got it, you did nothing with it. You didn't take it to another level to take, uh, you know, um, just really being the one who you received the item, but you never actually put that item to its good use. You just put it away in a drawer and said, oh, well, the link is broke. It was passed down to you that way, but the link was broke, but it was your responsibility to fix the link, repair the link, if you will. And again, this is a uh, analogy of repairing relationships, communicating throughout all of your relationships, whether they be personal, professional, educational, it's some form of relationship that you have to take ownership with. At some point in your life, you need to take ownership of all of the relationships in your life or lack of, or lack of. And when that happens, you will notice how much better off you'll be in terms of communication, communicating in general. It will spill into all of your relationships. The more you communicate, the more um, wisdom that you put out there uh, to your family members and you share memories and reminisce, the better off you will be and things will come back to you in a positive way. And so when I initially said, hey, you're talking to Toy Johnson Vincent. Well, you know, you're not talking to me, but you're listening to me. Um, Toy Johnson Vincent, your No Sugar Coating Coast podcast host of Speak To Me First podcast show. Thank you, thank you, thank you for chiming in. I am talking today about being thankful and the word thank you, the please and thank yous that we all learned for the most part when we were growing up. 
How do you put those please and thank yous to use? Good use, I might add, when it comes to relationships and saying thankful, saying thank you and being thankful. And also about repairing relationships that have gone awry. They are just sour relationships. They're not, they aren't sweet anymore. It used to be, oh, you were so, you know, chummy, chummy, buddy, buddy, and all of this stuff <laughs> with family members and friends. And all of a sudden, no one's speaking, no one's communicating. Only and if someone just happens to pass away or unfortunately, you know, passing away, um, really, someone gets ill, uh, so you get a call and now you perk up. Or um, it could be just in general, you work with someone before and, you know, perhaps it, that was that good, that working relationship wasn't a good one and you can't even get a reference. It's not as though you did anything wrong, but it's just the way you were perceived. And so you either left that place of employment, you know, if they didn't terminate you, you left on your own, hopefully. I and mean, you just kept thinking about it over the years. And now you just want to reconnect. You saw them out on maybe a LinkedIn, a professional website. And you said, oh, I want to connect. But then you realize, oh, wait a minute. I didn't really have the best relationship or was on the best terms when you were either terminated or you resigned. So that's what I'm talking about. The repairing of relationships, the rebuilding of relationships. Why is thank you and being thankful so important in our lives? Well, you know, I always have a strategy for you and I try to use my emotional intelligence because you know I'm Toy Johnson Vincent, the no sugar coating coach, and I only know one way to say it, and that's by not sugar coating it. We have to do better in our relationships, including myself. I'm no different. And I do understand where you can get to a point where I'm thankful that I have siblings. I'm thankful that I have other family members, cousins, and so on. Thankful to know that I have had them. But the point is, how do you really have them? How valuable are they? Or is it a waste of time, in your own opinion, to repair those types of relationships where there is little or no communication at all? And it hasn't been for years. And personally, I know what that feels like because I'm going through it. And I think when you go through something authentically and you can actually say it, when you're able to say it out loud, I'm hopeful that I may be helping someone else just by listening to what I've been saying on this podcast episode today. Again, I'm Toy Johnson Vincent, the No Sugar Coding Coach, HR consultant and accredited virtual presenter. Mm -hmm. Yes, for all of your event needs. So if you have an opportunity, speaking opportunity coming up, make sure you uh, direct message me. Uh, you can go through my Facebook page. You can also check out my website at TJV Empowers You, the letter U.com. Again, TJV Empowers You, 
theletteru.com. I'm on all social media platforms, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube. I don't have my own URL, but just pull up my name, Toy Johnson Vincent. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Okay, I appreciate that. I'm on Twitter as well. And of course, Instagram. And I build relationships between all of those social media platforms. I don't just wait and say, well, I'll just hang out on Facebook uh, with my profile or my professional page. I don't just do that. If you see my post out there, they are everywhere on all of the platforms, as many as I can get them on. What makes sense to me is being able to communicate my content. And what I'm talking about today, you know, I was pretty, pretty uh, authentic and, and you know, <laughs> with a forward thinking process, the forward thinking process, that's how I process information. I like it to move forward. I like it to be authentic. I don't sugarcoat it because what happens is, again, we're talking about being thankful. So I'm thankful that I've had the opportunity to utilize my skill set as a motivational speaker, motivational inspirer, influencer, creator of content that's relevant to help you on your career and or your life skills journey. That's what I do and do it well. And of course, as a podcast host, I love all of the thank yous. I hope that you, you know, direct message me and say, thank you, Toy, for, you know, bringing this message today. You know, I really hope I get that. Um, you know, like and share this episode. This is real talk. No sugarcoating around here. You're listening to the Speak To Me First podcast show. I'm Toy Johnson Vincent, your no sugarcoating coach, motivational speaker, certified life coach, HR consultant, and accredited virtual presenter. And of course, the host of Speak To Me First podcast show. It's all about being thankful, saying thank you, please and thank you from when we were kids. We were children learning to please and thank you. Not everybody took it into the adulthood. But you have to be thankful for a lot of things. And before, you know, we close, I want to tell you what I'm really thankful for. Number one, I am thankful for the fact that the family members that I do communicate with, that it is a solid relationship. That I can attest to. It's a solid relationship. Whether I see the person every single day, which I don't, or not. Um, I'm thankful and I'm grateful that at least there are some family members that are trying to do the right thing. Secondly, um, for very close friends, staying in touch with close friends, that's very important um, for me because um, it, it keeps you grounded. No matter, you can reach to the top of the sky, you can make your millions or uh, you know all of the dollars and cents in the world. But again, it's still gonna come down to a couple of things, friends, family, and how do you really feel about yourself? Your, what is your self-worth really like? So it's really important. Third thing is about my emotional intelligence. I've been through the, the unimagin unimaginable um, loss that of any psychologist will tell you. There is no 
um, more tragic or trauma than the loss of a child. While in my 20s, um, you know, my daughter was named Kiana, beautiful Kiana with a Q. And I lost my daughter. She was here for two years, two years old. And um, very young, very vibrant, beautiful, beautiful baby girl who, of course, I loved dearly. And many people loved her, family members and friends. But again, it's something I've gone through. And I'm still going through. It doesn't matter how old I get because that was a loss of a child. So you never um, stop grieving uh, for your child. It, it, just, it, it just won't happen. But I am so thankful, and there's that word again before I'm closing out today. I was talking about being thankful, saying thank you, repairing relationships, why it's important. To understand what I've gone through, my hashtag resilience and hashtag resilience factor is very, very high. That is like the ultimate high. The fact that I am still uh, standing and it's so great, uh, you know, just being able to talk about my the loss of my daughter and to hopefully, as I'm presenting and sharing my story throughout my social media platforms and conferences, and please invite me to speak, if you, if you will, on grief and loss, I can do that. I can finally say I'm okay with doing that. Now, a few years ago, no. Up until, you know, more recently, the answer would have been no. No, thank you. I'd rather hold off on that. So the pain still exists, but I'm now able to uh, bring it into existence and help other people who may have gone through the same thing in terms of grief and loss. So I'm thankful that I still have my emotional intelligence intact. I'm thankful for my physical intelligence, if, it's, if that's such a word, physical intelligence, you know. I'm just thankful that, I mean, in terms of my mind, my, you know, mind, body, and soul are intact as much as it could be for someone who has gone through that. I've also lost, um, you know, three college roommates, two to cancer and one um, to an unfortunate car accident as a result. So many, many years ago, but again, this is real and still in my heart, um, you know, it, it's a huge loss. And then last but not least, just being able to, as a motivational speaker, utilizing my HR background, um, certified life coach, being able to help people in all areas of life, include especially career development, professional development, being able to actually talk about, you know, what they're doing right or wrong, or just showing them a better path on how to get their uh, gain traction on their career goals and or life skill journey goals. That's what I do. That's what I love to do um, and to speak in, you know, in any industry in any size audience. That is my gift. And that's what I am thankful for. And I say thank you to the people who have been people and clients, 
friends and family who have been listening to me for years. And now I've stepped up my game to a whole different level and able to bring and create content, authentic content, speaking to you. And you can share, like, and subscribe to my podcast show, Speak to Me First. I appreciate it. And all of my social media. I am thankful that you are listening globally, both national and international, who have decided to check me out. So that's my thank you for today. And I'm thankful. Thank you. And I'm thankful. Um, And now what I want to do is leave you with this. I talked about being thankful and thanking people who may help you along the way. Don't just go and put things in a corner. If someone passes something down to you, that's important. That's of value. But if you put it away just because it looks broken or it doesn't quite fit right, maybe at that time it doesn't. But what I want you to do is make sure you remind yourself psychologically to take something out of the drawer where you had it preserved and you just had it preserved or reserved for another day. Today is the day. Take all of that junk out of your head, out of the drawer, focus on your emotional intelligence and get things done. You have somebody to say thank you to. And after you hear have heard this episode, make sure you make sure you contact somebody today and say, I was listening to the Speak to Me First podcast show, podcast host Toy Johnson Vincent, the No Sugar Coating Coach, and she was talking all about thank you and making sure we say thank you to people and um, who have helped us along the way in life and being thankful for even Um, maybe you didn't have the resilience factor back then uh, to be able to share such a painful story or something that has of trauma happened in your life, but you were able to do it because you, now you can do it because you heard me say what was the most painful thing that happened to me, the loss of my child, my daughter, beautiful daughter named Kiana with a Q. So on that note, Repair the relationships that you believe is unrepairable. I'm going to say it for the people in the back. Start the process of repairing the relationships that you sort of put in the corner. Start the process to repairing the relationships that you thought all along before you listened to this podcast show, Speak to Me First podcast show, were irreversible. Or you you just would never have the relationship. Throw those thoughts out and focus on the positive. Get it in your mind. Have the mindset that you can repair. Not replace, but repair. We can't really replace people. We can try to repair the relationship to almost where it was in the beginning. And that will probably start with a thank you and being thankful of all that you've had up till now. I'm Toy Johnson Vincent, your No Sugar Coating Coach. Thank you so much, my international audience, my national and international audience for listening. I appreciate you. And I want you to make sure that you share, like, and share, 
And of course, subscribe to this podcast between Anchor FM as well as Spotify. I mean, Breaker. We're just all over the place. So make sure you check it out. Make sure you do that because I want you not never to miss an opportunity to hear me talk about something that's so important and may you may actually listen and hear for the very first time something that could change the trajectory of your life. So with that said, I'm Toy Johnson Vincent, your no sugar coating coach, motivational speaker, HR consultant, certified life coach, accredited virtual presenter for all of your event needs. Make sure you send me a message or go to my Facebook page, not my profile, and you can sign up on the uh, Facebook uh, page for a 30-minute complimentary coaching call. That's right, a complimentary coaching call. We all need a coach or mentor. If you don't have one, start with me. It's 30 minutes, it's complimentary, and you'll be fine. Other than that, make sure you check me out on all the platforms for this podcast on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and of course, Anchor FM. You can reach me as well if you want to set up your 30-minute complimentary coaching call. Go to my Facebook page today, not my profile, my page. Pull me up, Toy Johnson Vincent. I'm on Instagram as well, LinkedIn, the professional website. You have a career question or issues and you want some coaching on that, make sure you go into my message and let me know that you are interested in a 30-minute complimentary coaching call regarding career development. And of course, Facebook, we've already said that. Make sure you connect with me there. Like my page, share my page, as well as share this broadcast and episode. And what is the word for today as I started out? The word is thank you, thankful, please and thank you on all forms. And of course, repair relationships that you started but you put them to the side for whatever reason. This is the time now. This is it starting today. Don't waste another minute and keep this in mind as I am closing. Success, success is in your future. For those of you in the back, success, success is in your future. TJV empowers you theletteru.com. Again, TJV empowers you, theletteru.com. Until my next episode on Speak to Me First podcast show, I wish you the best. And don't forget, like and share. Bye for now. I'm Toy Johnson Vincent. How are you today? The No Sugar Coating Coach, Motivational Speaker, Certified Life Coach, HR Professional, and Accredited Virtual Presenter, as well as your podcast host for Speak To Me First Podcast Show. Yes. Well, I want to say first of all, Thank you, thank you, and thank you again to all of those who have been listening 
to my podcast show as I began this podcast venture back in March. That's right, I did my first intro back in March, and I'm telling you, didn't matter about the pandemic or not, I said I'm going to start something new. And had I waited, I would never have gotten this far. Being fully aware that I may or may not have achieved success in terms of gaining traction on the listening audience. Because so many of us, in fact, probably all of us, right, globally had been focusing on COVID and being healthy and staying healthy and have a keen sense of awareness of health as well as wealth because due to the pandemic globally many people had lost their jobs their forms of employment and even those people who had their own business and the business were going down and and they weren't making it and had to close and shut down. So there was a lot of heartache and pain and trauma from an emotional standpoint, even physically, people who didn't even have COVID were getting sick physically because it was just so much going on. They were doing a lot of things on their own by themselves uh, without teams, and I'm a kind of person that I don't work with a team, so it's just kind of me, you know, I guess you could say a solopreneur, but the reality is I still had to make ends meet, I still had to get up every day and do what I needed to do, and I always say even though I don't report to um, someone else, guess what? I report to me, capital M-E, and some of you out there are reporting to capital Y-O-U, and you, maybe a lot of you have always done that. But what I wanted to say today's message on this episode is really what would happen, what would have happened, I should say, If you didn't take that leap of faith or step out on faith or just step out, period, and do something totally, you know, (laughs) just completely out of the realm of what you would normally do to keep afloat, especially throughout the pandemic, or you decided, I'm going to open my business anyway, even though it's a pandemic, and you did it, and then two weeks later, you had to shut it down. So, <laughs> and there are some people, believe it or not, that kept the paperwork going, even even when the pandemic was going on, to open that business, believing in themselves first, believing in capital Y-O-U, and opened the business anyway, and said, whatever happens, happens. And you know... Um, that's kind of, you know, one of my really good friends, um, you know, really on a level of a best friend, 
And I remember, and, and unfortunately I lost her. And I remember she used to say, well, whatever happens, I'm going to do this, this, and that. Whatever happens, happens. But for me, and that was without planning. <laughs> and I'm laughing now because I had so many tears that I shed behind uh, losing her. And um, I'm telling you, and that was only just a couple of years ago, so it's still fresh for me. But I remember just in terms of her attitude and things we talk about on a personal level. And she was one of more, well, whatever happens, happens. I'm just going to do this. I'm not going to worry about it and all of this. And then I'm the complete opposite. You know, I'll, eventually I get to a point where I say, well, whatever happens, happens. But the reality is, you know, I'm somebody, someone that really likes to plan things out. And it's not really a type A personality, although I like to have everything in order for the most part. Um, no matter what I'm doing, I like to stay organized. But there are some days you may walk into my office and say, oh no, what is this? <laughs> things may be all over the place. And then I quickly have to rein it in. And really what I was talking about today was focusing on what would have happened if you didn't take that leap of faith, if you didn't step out on you, Y-O-U, capital Y-O-U, I might add or emphasize, because at the end of the day, if you, capital Y-O-U, aren't happy and or successful in your own right, then you may start to blame someone else. And when you start to blame other people for your unsuccessful journey, if you will, then you're really not holding your own self accountable. But the point is, yep, the pandemic hit all of us. Every single person. It hit everybody in some way, shape, or form. Because you could not do business or conduct business with your clients the way you used to. Especially for those in sales that you are used to going out on sales calls, you know, all of that. And then, of course, it's B2B business and all that. But there are so many things online. But still, in my profession uh, I just love the stage I like to be in person I want to hear and see people clapping at the end or clapping for a comment that I made that really stuck to them you know so I said all of that to say you have to think about you know what would have happened if you didn't proceed with your plans of success just because of the pandemic. That's what I'm talking about. Because we all had to pivot in some sort of way, shape, or form. It's hard to find people or companies, organizations, profit, nonprofit, you name it. Major, major companies out there who did not have to pivot 
because of the pandemic. They still needed to make the dollars and cents. Even though it was lower dollars and cents coming in, they have mortgages, families have mortgages, rent is due, you know, (laughs) I mean, and then pandemic says, oh, it made you feel, or maybe it made some of you feel like, well, there's no point in me starting a business now, nobody's going to come. But if you were in the middle, right in the center of signing papers and you, you got the brick and mortar up, some of us are still doing brick and mortar, you know, I prefer to go out to the store than actually purchasing something online. And if it comes to clothing, I just want to try something on. That's really what my point is behind that. And that's a whole nother topic for another day. Um, but yeah, you know, when you think about all of the things that you could have, could have done, could have achieved, um, if you had just given yourself a chance. And what I mean by that, giving yourself a chance to progress and progress swiftly, rapidly, even including when the pandemic was, you know, really uh, hindering a lot of plans. And as I mentioned, for me to start or begin a podcast, and again, You know, maybe I didn't have all the bells and whistles in place, but there were so many people who had started even before me, and I listened to multiple podcasts, and really, at the end of the day, uh, (laughs) it's not going to be all about the microphone. It won't be all about the glamour of the microphone, whether it's gold, silver, bronze. That is not the point. It will be about content, what I am providing right now. It will be how relevant, who listens to, who is your listening audience? Do you have an audience that is not only national, but international, right? Because most podcast shows now have gone international. You have an audience out there, it's global. And so you have a responsibility to give your best content, on any given day, including the days you may say, oh, I don't really feel like uh, doing a podcast show today. I'll just wait another week when I feel good. Well, if I did that, I would never get anything done. That's the truth. I would never, never, never get anything done. Bottom line. So the reality is you have to think about um, what you really want to do you know, in terms of um, how you're going to progress, whether or not something is in your way. Don't let the obstacles, even if they're obvious obstacles, meaning, well, I know that'll happen if I do this. We know, pandemic-wise, maybe something, well, that's not wise to start a business, pandemic. And sometimes you've already put the money down, the brick-and-mortar store is up, you just didn't move all of your things in. That's all that happened. You just didn't move anything in, indoors. And so when that happened, of course, you are just wondering now, now what do I do? So I want to tell you 
is that going forward, because, you know, we're halfway through the year 2021, and this is really your time for planning for 2022. This is an excellent time to get your business in gear. If you have multiple businesses, that's fine, but you need to get yourself in gear and be prepared because the number one thing, as we have learned, most of us have soaked up the knowledge to understand that pandemically, if you weren't prepared, right, on all fronts, and I mean dusting off that resume, it could be job because so many people lost their jobs, right? But the problem was, even when they lost the job, they didn't know how to pivot. They weren't waiting around for pivoting. They never even knew what it was in the first place. So you have a lot of people out here, unfortunately, no fault of their own, but it's just something where, you know, you're going to, we grow older, so we should grow wiser. And now, instead of beating yourself up about it, well, I didn't know. Of course you didn't know. The company themselves probably didn't realize that they had to lay people off. They couldn't pay them. The clients weren't coming as fast and swiftly as they were prior to the pandemic. And if your position was one that wasn't warranted, maybe it was a duplicate type of position in a company. It mirrored another position. And I'm telling you folks, I'm talking from my HR background. Somebody has to go. Someone has to be let go. Furloughed, fired is a whole nother thing. I think if someone would just really wanted to fire you, you just had some poor performance or something, and that wouldn't have changed whether it was pandemic or not. But that gave them a reason, <laughs> you know, uh, pandemic-wise, just gave, just sort of upped everything to say, okay. We have to sift through the noise. We have to sift through our current employees and see what will work best for our company future. But again, being prepared. I said this in previous podcasts. I said it on my YouTube channel. I've said it in my Facebook Live. Preparation is key. It is really a key ingredient to understand that you and you alone are the one that has to take responsibility, full responsibility, as you are leaping out into something else. Don't hold back. You still want to leap and do things that you've always wanted to do, but you just want to do it with a little bit more caution. And you want to do it knowing you have a backup plan. I talk about career development and backup plans and career planning in general. Well, whether it's a business, your own business, or you're a solopreneur, or you are a true professional, and that includes an executive who, for the most part, you know why a lot of executives never really worry about job security? Because they've always had their resume right there. It's either in their drawer when they look down, they open the drawer, it's there. They open their phone, it's attached. They have it on their tablet. It's on their computer. It's always accessible. And the number one thing you'll find with an executive, they always 
have it just ready. Just call them. And someone calls and says, hey, I have an opportunity, blah, blah, blah. Do you know someone, if you're not interested, they listen to all of the information. And then they go ahead and say, hey, by the way, yeah, I'm good for that position. As a matter of fact, I just would like to explore opportunity. So they right there are taking that leap just for an exploratory leap career-wise. So today, my message to you, go out there and leap. Take that leap, but don't just take the leap lightly. Don't just jump out on something. Research. Do your research. Talk to people, other people that may have an opinion. It may not be the opinion you were looking for, but at least give them the opportunity to have their opinion and you're playing the listening game. And then last but not least, you know, if you're always saying, well, this isn't the right time, this isn't the right time, just imagine all of the people who had plans for their lives, plans for their families, People are now grieving with COVID and everything. You know something? That's why they say, stop waiting and putting off till tomorrow what you can do today. That is something that I learned and heard as a child growing up. Why put off something that you can do today, right? And, you know, gain the benefits from that perspective. And you will find that even if you fail on that note, even if the business isn't successful because you stepped out throughout COVID and you opened the business anyway, you just didn't get the people and the clients, stop worrying about that, regroup, refocus, and pivot some more. Yes. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in today. I really appreciate you all of the time, my both my national and international listeners, and again, as I said, uh, I appreciate you for just tuning in, and I appreciate you even more for liking, sharing, and subscribing to my podcast show, Speak to Me First podcast show. I'm Toy Johnson Vincent, your no sugar coating coach. Make sure you check out my website, TJV empowers you the letter you.com again tjv empowers you the letter you.com also i'm on all social media platforms twitter my facebook page make sure you go to my facebook page not my profile but my facebook page like and share the page and schedule your 30 minute complimentary coaching call right there through my facebook page I'm also on LinkedIn, the professional website. You have a career question regarding career development or professional development and or you still need a coach, you just want to, you know, talk out some things. Again, 30-minute complimentary. Make sure if you're on LinkedIn, you can inbox me there. But if you are interested in the 30-minute complimentary coaching call, head over to my Facebook page and make sure you schedule your 30-minute complimentary coaching call. Last but not least, I'm also on Instagram, so you can go ahead and follow me over there and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Even though it's not a a personal URL, pull me up, Toy Johnson Vincent. 
motivational speaker, you will find me out there. Make sure you subscribe, share, and like all of my videos from the past up until now. I'm sure you'll find something out there that will help you navigate both your career and or your life skills journey. On that note, thank you very much. I'm Toy Johnson Vincent, your No Sugar Coating Coach. This is the Speak to Me First podcast show, and I enjoyed your presence. What I want to say next, as I always do, success, success is in your future. Again, success, success is in your future. Bye for now.